Welcome everybody back to another exciting show of the About That Water podcast. I have my wonderful guest, Janice Jones from the Significant Beginnings. Um, you might have known her or seen her or even heard of her from episode 24 in season one. Uh, talking about resumes. So today we actually going to try to dive a little bit further into it as we slowly coming in and out of a pandemic. And with this new variant, I think a lot of people are going to need, definitely need your assistance uh, with everything that's going on. So, um, but how, how have you been? How have you been? I've been awesome. I've um, just been um, pretty busy putting a new, a new system into my business. Um, I am officially have my uh, DUNS number, so I'm excited about that. And um, well, just really just putting a lot of things into my business as, um, you know, we're transitioning into different uh, chartered waters. Um, so I'm really just focused on my business. So it's been a lot going on lately, a lot, <laughs> but I'm excited. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's been a while. Uh, you know, I think it's been what almost seven, eight months since we last talked. Yeah, about around there. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what's been happening? Like, what's what's the new the new thing in the resume room? Um. Well, there. I'm going to speak about the new system that I did put in. Um. Of course, we all know that. Um, there are a lot of jobs out there right now uh, with due to the pandemic. So, of course, the pandemic has affected a lot of just as a as a country, I believe. Um, so when it comes to this industry, um, it has the pandemic has astronomically um, impacted really the service sector. Um, and while others have bloomed, um, o- other industries have bloomed. Um, the service sector, I'm talking of, uh, you know, your food, uh, where you order your food, like McDonald's or uh, Burger King or something like that. Um, the physical selection process um, was blended in with online usage well and now they're fully digital recruitment that's going on so the pandemic has affected the hiring process itself uh, another thing I saw was uh, according to a report 86 percent of businesses globally are now conducting virtual interviews right um just before the pandemic, uh, there was um, there's an app on the phone. I can't remember what it is at this present moment, but it was something like a virtual resume or something where um, you would do like a short video and basically uh, do your interview process that way. So um, that's becoming more relevant now because of the pandemic. And, uh, now, can you talk a little bit more about the virtual resume? Because I've seen that some people are or some some jobs actually requiring people to send in like a small snippet uh, yeah. with their face and actually talk about their resume. Is that something that came out of this or is it something new or? No, it was before that actually. It just wasn't as prevalent as it is now. Um, but yes, I actually uh, applied to 
I believe it was a hotel for like a part-time job or something like that. And I basically, um, the question will come up on the app or during the process. And basically it gives you like a few moments to gather your thoughts. You're, you're looking at your, your presence. Um, I mean, how you're looking, what you're saying, your, your facial expression. Um, I got, I, I bombed that one because I was so, <laughs> <laughs> being in front of a video, I was just like, okay, I don't know how to answer that in two minutes. Like I have to really think this out. So um, it's more, you have to be more quick on your feet with those than um, your standard face-to-face or a video uh, interview process. So yeah, that's, it, it actually happens for that. It's just it- more... <laughs> I'm I'm curious of it. Does it even allow you to like say if you did something horrible? Does it allow you to retry it again? Or I think you can try it one more. I think you get like two chances or something. I did that so way back. Um, I can't remember how many chances I had, but um, I got my answer back the same day. I, I completely bombed that. Like. <laughs> I don't think I had the right lighting or I was, you could tell I was nervous when I was doing the interview. You could tell. So, um, but the great thing is, even though with all like the limiting factors that the pandemic has afforded us, unfortunately, that never stopped the hiring process for these jobs, the jobs that are out there now. Um, I think June, I don't, I didn't see a new report for the, the last, uh, for July, but in June, it was what, 85,000 jobs out there? Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So, um, of course, we're, we're in need of doctors and nurses and so, and so forth, but I mean, we're seeing the ramifications of, um, the sectors, certain sectors where there's not a lot of employees. So what is, um, what are the, the top things uh, that you're seeing as people come in to ask for your services that people that are listening right now could actually take control of on their resume? Like what are like the top five things that they could do to kind of, to be more marketable, shall I say? Okay, so I wrote down some great things that I think that would be helpful. Um, there is called like um, either active language or power words mm. and with embedded in your resume. So basically, like using words as achieved, earned, completed, um, that communicates to the employer um, about your accomplishment. I'm sorry, excuse me, accomplishments and then reducing the number of words that are that are included in your resume. Um, let's see, it, employers are highly responsive uh, responsive when it comes to matri- uh, metrics, excuse me, in your resume. Um, it gives it a measurable proven value. So that helps you to stand out um, from the other candidates. Um, let's see, there is having an, a concise resume, professional, well-written, helps you to stand out as well. Um, 
And then it's just small things like grammar or spelling errors. Those are things that you want to be cognizant of when you are applying to positions as well. So what else can I think of? Um, having an impactive summary. So go resume. at the very at the very top. Yeah, yeah. Now some some resumes don't require it, but um, some people typically that I've worked with do use the summary. So having that impactful summary, it I mean that's a ten second rule as well too to wow that employer. So there's there's a lot of different dynamics that play into um, standing out from other candidates. Okay, so will it be best that somebody actually talk about their job description or kind of talk about what they've done inside their job uh, that can actually show this is something that I can also do for your company? Oh, absolutely. Like definitely imposing on your accomplishments. Um, It's always great to say, this is my skill set. This is uh, what I do best. And embellishing on that on your resume is, I mean, it's a win-win, basically. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, what would, uh, what would be considered a well-written res- like resume piece? Because like, do they have like the smart write-up or do they use like some other program? I always forget what smart stands for. Okay. So the resume process is extensive. You have to think, okay, I'm just, I'm not, the clients that I work with either have an outdated resume or they may not have one at all, you know, and there's questions that um, there's a form of documents that I send out myself um, to ask those questions, those dates. What did you accomplish in that role that can help your your resume stand out. Um, so it's a process of just going back and forth between the, the writer and the client to be able to craft the resume that is the best fit for the job they're applying to, if that makes sense. So yep. it's, it's, I think it's um, when you're, crafting up the resume, of course, you're going to come across different uh, questions for the client, Um, revisions. I mean, it's not just a two-day step type of thing. It's a process in making sure that that client has the resume that will also build their self-confidence as well, and that the resume talks for them during the interview process. Because a lot of people, like you can, I'm not sure if you noticed, but like some people, you can look at that resume and look at their work ethic and then be like, you didn't write this. (laughs) How can can somebody can get around that? (laughs) Yes, I agree. Um, That's now that part isn't up to the, to the writer. Um, That is solely on the person who applied, you know, of course, um, we all have different skill sets and accomplishments um, in previous roles and um, just applying them to as you level up in your career or wherever you're going, 
Um, I mean, that says a lot too, as well. So it, it's a character thing too, I think, as well. I mean, yeah, your resume is great, but it's also your character as well. So what are your thoughts on the cover letter? Are they still viable now since everything's kind of went digital uh, with these uh, virtual interviews or virtual resumes? Mm -hmm. um, yes, the cover letter is still important. It's, it, it's still an introduction of who you are. And then it introduces them to your resume as well. So that, that way, um, I found that for me, with a very good cover letter and it introduces my resume, I, I have more control when it comes to the interview process because I'm allowing these two documents to speak for me, but also be able to answer those questions during the interview process in, in a professional manner. So yeah, I think the cover, I mean, no, I believe that the cover letter is still important. Um, when you're applying for a job because it, it just introduces you um, further. And some people, don't, yeah, some people don't use it, <laughs> but it, I mean, it's helped me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm one of those people that don't use them. So I never, uh, I never use one. So I was just kind of curious on for those who actually use one or decide, like say if I, I wanted to create one, what would I actually include in the cover letter? In the cover letter, of course, it's going to be, you know, um, your name and the introduction of yourself, your skill sets, your accomplishments, um, what you're driving towards in your next career level. It, in a, a nice, straight to the point, two or three paragraphs. That's about it. It shouldn't, it shouldn't need to be long or dragged out but just really getting to the point, um, including putting the job position that you're interested in as well on that cover. And, and, and it just depends on the industry if they ask for it. Um, some may not ask for, like for a job, they may not ask for it. Some may, they may require it. So it's just really better to have it handy. Okay, so what are um, what are some of the strategies as um, that you've seen from an education perspective? So some people might not have a degree, or and they've been working for so long, but obviously COVID had uh, told them that hey, we need to let you go. So now they're re-entering the workforce. Um, how is important is the education uh, on that perspective? It, it, it all depends on um, the job description, I would say. Um, sometimes the skill set will trump the education level. And then they will include that in that job description if it's, you know, it's, hey, you can have your bachelor's, but, you know, long as you have this skill set or that skill set they would consider you for the position. So it really just depends on that job description and what it says. And that's why I stress all the time to make sure you read the job description in detail to make sure you know what um, they're asking for. So nothing kind of trips you up when they do call you. 
Yeah, that's very key. Because a lot of yeah. times I don't read the, the whole thing all the way through and it was like, well, yeah, your application denied, even though I have all the criteria. But they was like, well, you forgot this one form that you're supposed to submit also. Mm-hmm. It's always a small step. <laughs> I, I used to be guilty of that, like kind of skimming through it. Okay, all right, I got that, I got that, okay. And I'll apply without actually reading through it um, because you never know. Nowadays, you don't know um, what's embedded in that job description. That's why it's imperative to read through it. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm looking on your website. I'm actually going to do like a small display, if you don't mind, to kind of do a disc, uh, to show everyone, you know, types of services that you provide. Um, let's see if you give me a moment here. Share screen. While I'm sharing the screen, um, can you talk about some of your your editing services? Like what what does that entail? Like if already somebody has their resume. Um, and then they move forward with that or? Um, so significant beginnings is really like an all around type of um, professional writing service. It's not just resume writing, cover letters. It's, um, it's um, like say somebody may write a book and they need spelling and, and grammar or something like that someone to look over. Um, I do college papers to not actually write it for you, but I do check it and, 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 and work on that. Um, we do, I do autobiographies basically. So that I kind of came up with that um, in relation to, because I work with doctors. So um, you would see like if they had teaching experience, they had speaking engagements, they typically have like a biography and a picture with it and everything. So um, I decided to put that in there. Proofreading. Uh, I also tailored to entrepreneurs as well. So I kind of made it where it 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 was an all-around type of service where it's a one-stop shop where you can get everything that you need um, through us. And which leads me to the system that um, I put into play um, to more streamline uh, the services as well, um, where the client will be able to go into the website or um, they can contact me directly, either or, it doesn't matter. Um, and I would enter them into the system. They can upload their resume, their, whatever document they have. They can upload it after they've paid for their service. We will begin working on their, their document. They'll be able to be involved in the process. There's questionnaires, there's follow-up questions. Um, they are involved in the process the entire time. Um, but I wanted to make it more automated where um, they can be able to log in and pull their resume if they need to or reach out to us and say, hey, I need an update on my resume and we house it in this system. So I'm excited about that. I mean, this is really good. I mean, I, I like where you came from in the past to where you are now. And I'm noticing that you even have some uh, some plans and services available. Uh, so you have like the bronze package, the silver package and the gold package. 
Uh, can you kind of explain the, the major differences uh, between them? Yeah, so the Brown package is um, in reference to like having the cover letter and the resume all in one um, because I do offer a la carte, but I, I thought that it would be more beneficial to kind of uh, make these packages where you can get uh, at least two to three services done under that package. Um, the what is that, the silver package, um, that one uh, just wanted to make sure to include like, you know, each service gets a free phone consultation, no matter what. So, um, but you'll see that it you get your personal bio and your digital media kit. So that one is more so geared towards um, entrepreneurs or even perhaps physicians, um, allied. It just depends on um, their experience. And then the gold is my um, interview uh, package where we spend six weeks extensively going over interview processing, um, how, how to answer questions, our posture, our facial, everything. We go extensively for six weeks. So um, I'm actually looking to outsource that as I am expanding. So I need to uh, have someone else come in and contract to help out with that. Um, wow. That is a, that's really awesome that you are providing a one-stop shop for all writing services. Um, because one of the things that I've noticed that's been growing lately is when people do an online presence. Uh, and when it comes to providing that online presence, making sure that the social media is set up properly, making sure that uh, the Facebook is set up properly, along with the groups or any of their blogs that they have, and how important it is to understand that their brand uh, is important, uh, more so than the actual, not more so than the work or themselves, but to make sure that, you know, you're really showing proof, like, you can actually do this. Right. Um, right. And, I, and that was important as I began to, um, I, you know, I was, when I first came on, I was still technically growing. Um, but I did, that was the first thing I did was hire somebody to help me with my branding and marketing because there was no way I had time to do that put in a new system, do this and do that. It, it was just no way. Um, so he is dope. <laughs> and I've been working with him almost two years now. Wow. Yeah. You can actually see the difference though. I mean, just within uh, several months since, you know, we last uh, talked in the prior season. So. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so I mean, you've, you've been doing some, uh, helped so many people uh, with what you're doing uh, in the writing. What is the, I guess, from the business side of the house, uh, for those who are listening that are actually business owners, um, what are some of the common things that you actually get from business owners that they, or even myself, could actually take advantage of? Or like one little tidbit or um, I guess you could say tip to kind of help us grow our our brand a little bit more? 
Um, it, I, I want to say that it starts with you. Um, you got to have it in your mind that you, th this is a business that's going to expand, that's going to grow. If you, it, it's what you put on, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I have, I have been in so many different um, classes and training. I actually went back to, to a, uh, I wouldn't say school, but um, I decided to go back and do some learning. And I connected with um, this young man called Brandon. And um, he has his own resume business, but he also offers a course to um, resume writers um, and it's I think about eight modules or so and I wanted to perfect my craft I wanted to get better at what I did and I felt like there was a missing piece so as a business owner you constantly have to learn constantly have to grow and perfect your craft so it becomes more valuable to to the people that you're serving so that would be a <laughs> okay so continuously learning i got you <laughs> and we always learning like i learned i learned quite a bit from you as well um especially one of the things i've learned from you is the consistency uh and you've been very consistent especially on uh, ig uh, i'm horrible <laughs> with it <laughs> so Lately, I, I I just been like, I feel like um, I've been all over the place because like I, I was telling my mentor, like I literally have my head down. I'm always working because I love what I do. So if he says like, well, go send out some messages to you. And I'll be like, why? Like, I'm <laughs> comfortable. But he's pushed me so much um, over these last two years. Um what can I say? Like I, there's a like today, my back was hurting, and I was just like push through it. Like he, I remember him saying to me, "There's going to be days where you just don't feel like it. You don't feel like doing anything. Those are the days you got to push through." Right. So this is the day I'm pushing through. Well, thank you for pushing through today. <laughs> <laughs> I greatly appreciate it. So um, I think we can slide on through into the futures, unless there's any um, other strategies that you want to kind of go over before we head on over to the futures, to the third segment. Sure, let's go to the features. All righty. So, um, oh my gosh. So what is the next thing uh, that's in line for uh, significant beginnings. Ooh. Wow. Um, I know I want to do some teaching. Um, maybe even some speaking, maybe get into a room. Um, you know, there are so many people that need help. Um, that's one of the next things I want to get into. Um, if the pandemic I wouldn't say go away, but it's safe to travel again. <laughs> um, um, but if not, well, I'll just get on on Zoom or whatever the, these platforms that they have, and 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 get reach out that way. But um, 
right now, I'm just really trying to get things up and running um, with this new system. And um, that's really it because it's just been a whirlwind since April. So I'm really still kind of coming down from that. So, so with this new system, um, if you can just kind of remind everybody one more time about the new system. Um, so basically, the new system is um, where they can contact me or they can go online. And what happens is, is once they reach out to me and say they, you know, require my services, then I will set them up into my system. Um, they have their own username and login where they will be able to access um, pretty much everything where um, I'll be sending out questions and follow-up uh, follow questions, feedback forms, those type of things, um, they can they can basically see the process as um, we go along, uh, revisions. They can go back in and say, hey, I, I need to update my resume. I just saw another job. Um, I do offer that three times for free to update after I've searched it. And then after that, then it goes back to regular price. But um, I still house um, each resume I've ever done. Um, so I can go back and if somebody reaches out, I'm able to help them that way. But um, I got the system more to streamline and make it more efficient for um, not only me, but for the client as well. Awesome. Um... So before we get to the full question, is there anything else that you want to let the listeners know? Ah, let's see. Well, I have some uh, other things going on this month. Um, I'm kind of tight-lipped about it right now, but I have um, some dynamic people coming on um, this month. It's also my birthday month, so um, <laughs> so I decided to do like an extravaganza, but um, I have some lives coming up where we're going to be talking about some some real issues that we deal with in the workplace, um, how to deal with things, um, who you can go talk to, who you can go see, that type of thing. So I'm kind of switching it up a little bit instead of saying resume, resume, let's talk about the real things. So I'm excited about that this month. Awesome. And happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's <laughs> the end of the month, but thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So final four questions. What does wealth mean to you? Okay. So I true wealth to me is changing the dynamics of my bloodline. Having passive income and the ability for my children and children's children to have an accumulation of valuable economic resources. That's what it means. <laughs> nice. <laughs> What is your favorite financial book or non-financial book? Okay. I love Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Think and Grow Rich. Those are my two favorites. Those are great yeah. books. <laughs> you can't go wrong with those two books. No, you can't. Uh-uh. <laughs> what did you learn from your favorite job? I haven't had a favorite job. But <laughs> um, I guess I could say that I've, I mean, each job gave me a, 
a set of skills that I, I carried on and leveled up as I moved on with within my career, I would say. So I'm using them. I was using them then and I'm still using them now more than ever. Yeah. Awesome. Like there's like one thing that you think that kind of carry on from job to job? Not really. I mean, okay. I, okay, let me take that back. So I was told that I'm able to, I'm great in an administrative role, like kind of uh, putting things together, being creative, creating systems. That's like one of the things like I love to do that. So um, I used to work at a hospice in Ohio and they had no system. They had no type of way of organization. And I came in and put it together. I had it running good. Nice. Yeah, not too many people can do that. That's good that you're able to see the see the issue, fix it, and actually provide something that fact that they can actually utilize. I'm sure they're still using it to today. Well, they shut down. But... Oh, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> because you know that's based off of senses too. Right. So the senses were slow. They they left. I mean, they got shut down. Got it. And last question, what is your favorite dish to make? I would say macaroni and cheese. Um, Not from the box, right? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, may, I may do that occasionally, but um, no, from scratch. My oldest loves macaroni and cheese. Um so I know I can make a big pan of it and it'll be eaten. Um, I absolutely also love to make, uh, I just like to, to cook for my family all together, but that's just one of my um, favorite dishes. Awesome. Now, um, you did mention on the last time we interviewed uh, the because the question was different. I asked, what was your favorite pastry? And you mentioned the cheese danish from uh, Subway to make sure that they actually, not Subway, Starbucks, to make sure that they double fry it and well, double warm it up twice or whatever. And mm -hmm. I went to, uh, I went there and actually tried it. And I was like, yeah, she's on to something. She's on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else came on and said, Yeah, you gotta try the cheese Danish from uh Starbucks. I was like, You're the second person, all right? I gotta really try it now. So, yeah, and I got my you aunt. Oh, you're welcome. My aunt is hooked on. Do you have a where are you at? Well, with, near DC. Okay, do you do you guys have like a Publix? No, oh, um, there is this mango, this peach mango server. That's a Publix brand. We can eat that in one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good it is. <laughs> well, they only sell it through Publix. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta make sure I put a like a little snippet inside the show for the video so people can see it. I'll yeah. make sure I do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad the cheese Danish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there, um, I guess the last and final question really is where can people find you all over the internet? Well, um, I am on Instagram, Facebook, um, just under my name. 
Uh, I have my own LinkedIn profile, finally, that I am still optimizing. Uh, But that one is under significant beginnings. Uh, I am under Thumbtack, Upwork. (laughs) Uh, What else? That's really it. I'm I'm still trying to get time to do, uh, what is it, TikTok? They're trying to make time for that. So I'm pretty joined. I, I'm, it's on my phone. I just haven't done anything. <laughs> Got it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, everybody, please continue on the follower and enjoy the show. Thank you. All right. Thanks.